0: Several years ago my friend Jill asked me to be in the bachelor auction that the American Diabetes Association puts on in the ballroom of the Sheraton Hotel just down the street from here. Now the way Jill explained it to me, all I had to do was put on a tuxedo, go up on stage and then dance alone in front of three to four hundred women <laughs> and then just stand there and wait for the bids to come rolling in. Now, I, I was recently divorced at the time, and to me, I thought that sounded like there was a lot of potential there. (laughs) For soul-crushing public humiliation. I mean, what if nobody bid on you? Oh, God, just the thought. I politely declined. No, thank you. Actually, I, I think what I said was, no! But time passed. A year went by. Jill asked me again. I was feeling braver, and so this time I said yes. Now, every bachelor is responsible for putting together their own date package. And a date package is basically a date. You know, they're not, the women aren't actually buying the bachelors because, of course, that would be illegal. What they're buying is a date. <laughs> and I knew that the better my date was, the more likely women would be to bid on me. And therefore, the less likely I would be to die of embarrassment. So, so I went all out. I, I had a Train trip. I had a boat trip. I had a fishing charter. I had a trip to a salon. I had jewelry. I had, I had all kinds of stuff. And on top of all of that, I would personally write three haikus, especially for the successful bidder. And when the women down at the tuxedo rental shop, when they heard about that, they insisted that I wear this white silk scarf. I get, I guess, to give me that sensitive poet vibe. So, so the last thing is my dance. I, I, I got to admit, I am not much of a dancer. And so I went to the women that organized the event, and I, and I asked them, I said, you know, when I get up on stage to dance, could I get the microphone for just a minute or two? I could pretend like I'm interesting or funny or something. And they're like, no, no, that never works. Th- they were firm, no microphone. Well, their message was clear to me. My job was simply to shut up and Shake it. <laughs> so th- the night of the events arrives and we, 24 bachelors, are paraded around the Howard Rock ballroom to give the ladies a good look, I guess, and then we've got, we've got 30 minutes to mingle. Now, I had, I'd written a bunch of haikus, especially for this session. I had them printed up on business cards and I'm passing them out as <laughs> free samples. Eventually, we're shepherded backstage, and, and there the group of us sit around like war buddies waiting for our call to go up on stage and be auctioned off. And, and there's a video monitor. And we can see the other guys getting auctioned off. There's a, there's a pastor in his 60s. that He goes for a couple of thousand dollars to his girlfriend. And then there's a young guy who barely makes the minimum bid when he takes off his tuxedo jacket and flosses his crotch with it. Oh. Nobody liked that, oh. (laughs) Eventually it's my turn. I'm bachelor number 17. I've been waiting for a couple of hours. There's a $1,000 minimum bid on me and I go up on stage and, and as I'm being introduced I look out on this sea of women. 335 Anchorage women and every single one of them is dressed to kill. It's an amazing sight. And the music starts, and I begin to dance. <laughs> now, being a, a gentleman of a certain age, shall we say, I, I learned my dance moves long ago, during the, <laughs> during the height of the disco era, you know, awkward, rhythmically challenged moves that I'd, that I'd honed at school dances in the service high school cafeteria. Like my go-to move. <laughs> the white guy overbites. <laughs> and I danced. I got down off of the stage. I'm dancing between the tables. I'm spinning around. I gave it everything I had. I shook it. I just shut up and I shook it. And when the music ends, I'm standing there alone in front of the stage, and I'm greeted by this this thundering and and profound silence (laughs) as 335 women look on and do not bid. (laughs) And I can feel my stomach starting to clench. I look out on this ocean of women's faces for one arm, just one arm to be raised, and there is nothing. (sighs) And as I wait and as I wait, I can feel time rushing past. (laughs) Seasons are changing. (laughs) Species are evolving as I wait and wait. at last a bid from the big spinders table down front and i can move again i'm i'm transformed unfortunately i'm transformed into a panic i go to the woman that's just bid on me her back is to me she's she seems to be reading something apparently oblivious to the bachelor auction that's going on around her i don't understand didn't she just bid on me it seems extremely important that i get her intention i I have an idea, even though I'm in a panic state, I can still form simple, rudimentary thoughts on my own. And so I I take off my scarf and I gently drape it over her shoulder and I slowly draw it back to me. (laughs) Sexy move, I think. The woman turns around and glares at me. I don't know what to do, I just stand there like I've taken a punch. There's another bid. Oh, thank you, Lord. And I quickly move away from this woman whom I've apparently just angered with my scarf. <laughs> I don't even remember how many bids there were. There was probably more than five, less than ten. Eventually, I'm sold for $1,600. And I, and I walk the successful bidder over to the payment station. I walk her back to her table. We're having a very nice conversation. It's very pleasant. We get to her table. There's an empty seat next to hers. It feels like the natural thing to do. So I sit down next to her, and we have, a, we have a nice conversation as we watch the last couple of bachelors get auctioned off. And at one point, she turns to me and she asks, did they tell you to come sit with us? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I just, I just sit there silently, smiling like a moron. But, but inside, I'm shouting at the top of my lungs, will this night never end? <laughs> But it does, it does end and that night I have these vivid dreams of being of being pursued by large reptiles like Komodo dragons and things like that. It's just so weird. But 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 Time has passed, several years, and I've I've really got some distance between myself and the event now. And I I really feel like I'm starting to get over it. And, you know, for for instance, I no longer wake up screaming in the middle of the night. That's got to be good, right? And I've, I've learned so many important lessons. The first and most important is this. You cannot die of embarrassment. You can't, or I wouldn't be here tonight telling you this story... And another very important lesson I learned while I was watching the last couple of bachelors get auctioned off. The last of whom went for more than $3,000. And this last lesson I'd like to share with you tonight in the form of a haiku that I've written. (laughs) And it goes like this. What do women want? What sort of men will stir them? Oh, I see. Firemen.